sitting down with DC Trident GM, Caitlin Sandino. What, what, is, what a couple of days for the DC Trident. How are you feeling right now, Caitlin? Oh, I'm so shook right now, Coleman. Like, I think it's still sinking in. I'm just so proud of this crew. Um, you know, we got off to a little bit of a rocky start and then just each match, we just kept on improving and getting better and getting stronger and our community and spirit just kept growing. And I'm just, I'm very, very proud right now. Very proud. The, I, I can't help but reminisce to, I, I don't remember if it was season one or season two, when the Trident were chanting, third is first, right? Third is first. <laughs> I mean, and like, and, and, and that was, that was a really cool thing to watch just because the team at that moment, the team morale was so high and you guys were, you know, competing at, at, at the highest level you could. And then to, to flash forward to today where you guys not only made the playoffs, but just dominated the match. Um, can you talk about just the mindset that, that you have cultivated throughout these three seasons and how that's changed, especially this season? I love that you brought that up because it was kind of um, the, the joke kept resurfacing while we're here because it did start season one and we were in Naples and, and that is something I'm proud of. You know, we might not have always been the best team, but we've always had just a lot of team spirit and a lot of team pride. And so when, you know, our team started that chant, it was kind of like this ongoing joke and it, it continued last season because we kind of fell in the same boat. And then uh, we had former DC Trident members that are either retired or aren't in the league anymore. And they were, they were sending me texts saying, first is first, first is first. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a season of first because um, it was the first time we broke 400 points um, when we saw them against Ellie Current when we put up a good match with them. And then we broke 500 points today and we, we had our first ever match victory. So, you know, it, it just goes to show that, you know, it, it, it is going to take us a while to still continue to build and get better, but that draft really did help us, um, help us and, um, something that this league needed. Uh, how exciting was it to watch four teams all relatively close? Uh, and DC Trident has put up some pretty good fights that I think we surprised people throughout the match when we were beating Ali Curd and um, just, like, I, I feel like we, we've had a lot of doubters in the past, but um, I think we kind of put, like opened people's eyes today. I mean, it was certainly exciting to watch, especially yesterday, you guys just came out swinging to, to be 50 yeah. points ahead after day one. Um, mm -hmm. was, <laughs> was just awesome to watch as it a really spectator, was. um, coming into not only this match, but the last match of the season. Um, how did that, how, what did the preparation look like for the DC team, especially knowing there was a good chance you were going to be in that play in match? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you said it, like we knew we were going to be in the wild card match. Like we knew that. And so, um, that's how we prepared for it. And I almost feel like taking the pressure off of us last match is part of the reason why we swam so well. We had nothing to lose. We knew we were going to be in this match anyways. We knew it was going to be at our advantage that we were going to have two days rest on the other teams because they've competed after us that we were going to race today. Um, and so we moved things around. We shift people around. We pull people out that we thought we needed to rest more because we needed them more for this match. We put different relay combinations. I mean, we definitely shuffled um, that that uh, lineup around, but then we knew ultimately our game plan coming into this wild card match was to win. And it was something that our team had been talking about, you know, we kind of kept it amongst ourselves, but um, I'll say Cody Miller, like from like match two, match three, he's like, we're going to win that wild card match. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know? And so I feel like it takes just one leader like that to get that kind of just trickling amongst his peers. And then that confidence gets there. Like I said, we really truly did swim better each and every match, which is really impressive because this is a long go. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. I mean, throughout this regular season, obviously every season and team is different. So 
for season three, um, who, who emerged on the team as, as, as those leaders or kind of surprised you as like, oh, wow, they're, they're really rallying the team or they're really contributing in ways I didn't necessarily expect. Oh gosh, you know, I will say every individual on this team has such an interesting perspective and background and something to contribute. Um, Nobody new to DC Trident, he's a DC Trident OG, but Zach Harding is always our hype man, our rally guy. And that's important. You know, a lot of people that swam in the US or swam on on an NC2A team, they miss that feeling of, you know, the camaraderie, the cheers in that environment. And then for the athletes that hadn't gone to NC2As or been in a college program, they kind of really get to wrap their mind around like what that team feeling is like. And Zach has always been instrumental in that. He's always so positive. He always gets the team together. I swear, like, I feel like he's going to pass out how passionately he leads our team cheers. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, athletes that really stepped up for us, I think, you know, we've got to really shout out Camden Murphy. I mean, he swam incredible for us um, and just doing big things as far as being just a real true rookie he was a late pickup for us he was always on my radar and always on the back of my mind it was more of a logistics and a numbers thing uh, making sure that we could secure him on this roster but I mean the 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 amount that our athletes stepped up was insane I mean look at Jacob Hebley like people were like is this guy even swimming anymore and that guy threw down and his his um his energy and his passion and his just his joy after his swims and everything that he's overcome and going his first best time in five years. I mean, that inspires a team, you know? So I think um, those are just a few of the swimmers that, you know, that comes straight fresh off my mind, but every single athlete, like I can point out something as to how they contribute to the team in and out of the pool. All right. Let's, let's talk about one of your other athletes, Ryan Hoffer. He was, you know, uh, expected to be number one draft pick. He ended up going number two to the DC Trident. Um, you know, a lot of hype around Hoff coming into this season. And I think it, it's fair to say he kind of got off to a little bit of a rocky start just in terms of times and places, not what everyone had expected, but moving through the season, he was obviously became a very big contributor and part of your team. How did, how did you see Hoffer moving through the season and, and getting through his rookie regular season? Absolutely. You know, I think if Hoffer was sitting here in this interview with us, he would say that it was a lot to take in. You know, he uh, had a lot of expectations on him. He had a lot of pressure. He had a lot of, of eyes on him. You know, he was doing a lot of media coming into it, a lot of photo shoots. Um, it was it was a lot around him. And there's something interesting that he said after the first match. Um, because I think outsiders looking in like, oh, you know, like I could do this. He's like, you don't really understand the flow of this meet until you're in it. And and we learned, you know, we tried to put him in everything because he's that dang good. But we know that with this lineup and this schedule and what he needs, we can't put that much on him. So it was, um, you know, that first match, even though it was a rough start for Hoffer is a rough start for all of us. It was a rough start for the staff. Like, we don't know where these kids are coming from right now. Some of them are coming from Tokyo. Some of them are coming from disappointment. Some of them are coming from high. Some of them haven't trained in a while. Some of them just got a new tattoo and haven't been in the water for a long time. You know, so everybody was coming from all these unique backgrounds. So um, the the staff had to learn, the athletes had to learn. Um, and, and, you know, I have to say, as far as our staff, I mean, just, just phenomenal. And I, I have to shout out Cullen Jones, who really kind of stuck to Hoffer and kind of made it like, this is my guy, this is my project. Like, let me help you through this. I mean, who else, who else could you think of as like a better mentor in the sprint world than Cullen Jones to help Hoffer into this, you know, <laughs> sorry, church bells <laughs> for Italy all. Um, so it, it and again, it's like, this is our village. This is our tribe. So when Hoffer was down, like the right people picked him up and he, he definitely showed that his potential, his skill, his strength, 
And, and tonight with the skins, we literally just needed him to get to the next round. Like he did exactly what we needed. Would have been cool to get him onto the next round? Of course. But him winning that 50 the first round, that's all we needed. You know, that's, we knew, like we knew we had won at that point. Um, so I am really proud of Hoffer. And I think the best is yet to come um, and for Hoffer and three and, and natural course meters because we have to keep in mind, Americans don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like never. <laughs> no, right? like it, we were walking in with Camden and Camden's like, I'm because Cindy's like Camden, MVP, like, or sorry, most, most improved. She's a mess to improve. And he's like, yeah, I'm starting to figure out how to do short course meters. And it's like, wasn't a joke. It's like a real thing, you know? And, and just the timing and the turns, like you see that with the Americans that they, they need that extra time to figure out in and out of the walls. And underwater and, and just the actual um strategy of being in short course meters yeah you don't think about it and if you know if you're doing maybe a 50 or you're, if you're just training in practice it's like oh meters to yards it's not that big of a difference but really yeah especially when you're piling really. on the races in a short amount of time really adds right. up absolutely absolutely yeah and i i'm totally totally agree with Cindy on that. Um, most improved for Camden, just to see how he did today. He was like top three, I think, in all three butterfly yes. races yes. in this match. And that, like, again, what a tough schedule too, to be in all those fly events. And, and honestly too, he stepped up like everywhere we needed him. I think we put him like at hundred IM at one point or like, you know, it's like <laughs> the guy is so good and so talented. He's got the best demeanor. He's such a team player. Um, he's so kind and he said he has such great manners. He's just a true joy to have on the staff and er, sorry, on the squad. And he fits in really well with DC tried it. Yeah. And uh, you totally read my mind. My next question was going to be about Cullen and, uh, he was a new addition on the staff this mm -hmm. year. Obviously his resume speaks for itself, but yeah, right. aside from just totally <laughs> latching on to Hoff and, and mentoring him and guiding him through the season, uh, what do you feel like he, he brought to the team? Oh my gosh. It's kind of hard to put into words, you know, CJ and I go, sorry, I call him CJ. Everybody's like, I don't know if that's a thing. And Colin's <laughs> like, only my family and Caitlin call me that. But now DC Trident does. Um, so CJ and I go really far back, you know. So um, I, this I can answer in so many different levels. First, as a friend, I was just so proud to see him blossom in this role because he came into it not really knowing like how I needed him, you know. And I, I had this vision quite some time ago um, when I asked him, I feel like this would be the perfect addition to our squad. His expertise his, his mindset, his positivity, um, like you said, his resume, his reputation in the swimming community, um, his motivational speaking, his, his attention to details. Like he, he knows swimming, he knows sprinting and he connects really well with athletes. And I think that's very important. And I think also to me, it's really important to see the diversity on our staff as well, because that's just equally as important to me as I feel like a lot of people notice with a head female um obviously Cullen being with the sprinters makes like a lot of sense but that's not to say that's all he hung with you know like he is really tight with Andreas Viseos and they go way back and you know we get texts like hey Cullen Andreas need you behind line six like you know everybody kind of had their different rapport with CJ but he just clicked really really he doesn't have to force it it's really natural and I think people just gravitate to him totally Totally Sorry, makes I feel like my Wi-Fi is probably getting <laughs> not. We, we, it, it cut in and out a little, but we we Sorry. got most of that. No, no problem. Uh, it's it it it's really cool to hear that perspective on, on Colin on on all these DC Trident favorites. Um, so now the Trident are, are heading to the playoffs. Um, yes. What are you thinking as as a GM, especially with obviously in the ISL, the skins are such a a, a big part of the format. 
Um, yeah. what, what are you thinking heading in this next month? What does it look like for you? And then how, how are you going to plan heading into Eindhoven? That's a great question, Coleman, because honestly, we have nothing to lose. You know, we are going against some pretty heavy hitters and especially some teams that just dominate in skins. And that's been our weakness. It always kind of has been. It's hard. You know, I think it's going to take a few more years and a few more drafts for us to be really competitive in that that aspect. Um, but, you know, we're making we're making great progress. And um, I really, really love something that Coach Susan Teeter said today in our team meeting for everybody that's familiar with American football. You know, it's like I feel like the kickers, right? They get all this pressure put on them. They're either going to be the hero or the loser. Well, we can't do that with our skin swimmers. We put so much pressure on the skin swimmers because we think they're the make or break, but it's, it's a team it's a team buildup, right? Like our team needs to score enough points. So it doesn't come down to the kicker. It doesn't come down to the skins. Ultimately it usually does, but we can't put that emphasis on it because it can't just be the only thing that we're focused on. Um, we need to build all of our strokes, all of our events. And, and that is to say we do need to get stronger in our sprinting, of course, but it can't just always be up to the skin swimmers. Uh, th that's, that is, that is a great, uh, I, I love that philosophy. <laughs> if you know football, this resonates. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's last question just for you, Caitlin, what does the next month look like as a, as a oh, GM, but also getting, getting to take a break after a whirlwind five, six weeks. Yes. So this is day 38. Um, you know, on a personal level, it's hard for me to be away from my husband this long. Um, it's the longest time that we've been apart, um, but I'm just so grateful for having such a supportive partner um, and great communication skills. And, um, you know, it's going to be a few days of downtime and it's just right back into it. You know, for a bit, we, it wasn't a given. I wasn't know if I was going to be on vacation or if we headed to Netherlands. So there's definitely a lot of work and, and there's a lot of interesting, everybody kind of has interesting scenarios right now. We have people that have like European championships. We have people, um, like Andreas has bucks. Like we, we have people that wasn't really thinking we would be in the playoffs and they had other plans. We just have a lot of interesting um, kind of dynamics to sort through. So it's going to be a lot of logistics, Coleman, a lot of logistics and, and honestly still trying to get sponsors. So, you know, this, this league, we, we need help. We need sponsors. Did you try to need sponsors? Um, I want some swim bags for my team. Like, you know, just, just things like that. We're just, we're startup. We're continuing to build. And so um, I'll be wearing a bunch of different hats because uh, that's what we do here in ISL. But um, I just want to support our swimmers and, get some good sleep, get some good family time, and then back to the grind. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.